The following is a Let's go. brought to you by the Might Be News Network. What's up, everybody? Welcome back to Might Be Brews, Season 2, Episode 1, the podcast where we explore the people, places, and brews of the craft beer world. If you're not already, please follow us on social media, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter. Our handle is at Might Be Brews. We post the sickest content on the internet. Where else, Steve, can they see a Westie 12 and an Allen Iverson bobblehead on the same post? Nowhere. It doesn't exist. We got the hotness. And now, ladies and gentlemen, you can find Might Be Brews as well as all of the other network podcasts on YouTube. Search for Might Be News Network on YouTube. And I've always wanted to say this, like the YouTubers say, if you're listening to us on YouTube right now, smash that subscribe button. <laughs> and you I've always point, wanted to say that. You got a point yeah, I'm down. pointing down, even though nobody can see it. I'm pointing down <laughs> to the subscribe button. All right, everybody. I'm so pumped, dude. I'm like, yes, yes. dude, I don't know if you felt the same way as I did. Do you watch Game of Thrones, Steve? I do not. Do you watch Game of Thrones, Russ? No. Okay. So, Taylor, this is just me and you. Yeah. But I had so much anxiety and, like, hypeness for Game of Thrones. And then, like, when it was when it was on and I was actually watching a new episode of season eight, Yeah. I just had this feeling inside, like, oh, my God, it's here. I'm finally doing it. I'm feeling that now. And I'm positive that all of our listeners are feeling the same way right now. It was a long six weeks. Yeah, it yeah. was a really long six weeks. It was a long break. Let's go around and introduce everybody so you know our voices. My name is John. Usually across from me is Steve, <laughs> but he's sitting to my right right now, and it's really like messing up my feng shui. I, I think it's a feng shui thing. I don't know. John's <laughs> definitely has some sort of tick going on because I'm sitting in the different seat. It's a weird thing, man. Oh, I'm happy to be back. I am too. Happy to be back. Behind the board as always, brother man, Taylor. How you doing, bud? What's up, everybody? And our special guest today is Russ. Russ is from PA Brew Review, an awesome website that we're going to get into. But Russ, how you doing, man? What's up, guys? Thanks so much for having me. Sorry I broke the podcast by sitting in Steve's seat. It's <laughs> <laughs> all right. <laughs> Steve's been sitting in the seat since before you got here. He's doing it just to mess with me, I think. Also, guys. Um, He's doing a good job. Yeah, absolutely. I'm, I'm actually surprised I'm doing so well because I feel so out of place, off the rails. S- so are we. <laughs> <laughs> But look, guys, um, we're really excited to announce it's not quite ready yet, but we're setting up a Patreon. If you don't know what that is, a Patreon is a way that you can help support our podcast. And Taylor, correct me if I'm wrong, but the way this is going to work is um, we're going to set up a three tiers, like a bronze, silver, gold type of thing. And if you subscribe to either one of those, we come to your house and kiss you on the mouth. That's absolutely correct. That's how it works, right? But in all seriousness, what are we trying to do? We're going to have it maybe ready next week? The uh, the page will be ready by next week. Um, we're working on just getting everything squared away. Um, it's, a, it's a really big deal for us because um, we've never... Uh, Might Be News is entering its fifth season. This, the, the, the whole network is on season two. Um, we've never really done anything remotely close to anything like this before. Right, right. So... I if if I'm asking people for for money, I want to make sure that they're getting a lot for it. And um, the key here is bonus content. If you like what you hear on the Might Be News Network on any of the shows, um, you can expect bonus content. 
We're talking about 90-minute episodes instead of an hour episodes. We're talking about, if you listen to all the shows, two hours, two and a half hours of bonus content a week. Um, And we're going to try to throw in, what, extra videos? We're going to start doing some videos. Special edition shows. Special edition shows where it's uh, kind of a mixed cast, and we just kind of sit around and talk about whatever. It doesn't have to, you know, behind the scenes, what is it like doing this? Um, we want to start taking questions uh, from people that listen to the shows. Um, we want to start having more interaction uh, with people that listen to the shows. And and there's going to be incentives for each of the tiers. Um, we're st- that's one of the things that we're still working on, just nailing everything down. Um, but we have it pretty much done. Each tier gets something different. And um, we're doing monthly giveaways. Um, the gold tier gets everything that that you right, know, right. anything get uh silver gets what the bronze people get plus something else and bronze everybody gets all the bonus content but there's just different little things that we're going to offer for the different well, tiers sounds incentives. exciting yeah no incentives yeah and also like i said monthly giveaways yep um and uh, the higher tier you are the better chance you have to win we're working on that too um it's just going to be it's going to be really interesting, and I'm, I'm hoping that people jump on board because we have a lot of fun doing it, and we want to do more of it. Exactly. That's I think the that's the thing. We love that you're listening, and, and that's enough support as it is, but if you really love the shows and you want to throw uh, throw in and help out, then we definitely want to uh, to give you more content, and, yeah. and that's good. Like you said, it's just going to give us the ability and if to you're, put out more content. If you're a casual listener and want to keep it that way, that's no problem because you're still going to get exactly what you've been getting. The same level of content that you've been getting this whole time is yeah, right. that's not going to change. But not, uh, but not the is, kisses. <laughs> not the kisses. You won't get the kisses. Uh, but but you know we're going to make it worth it though for you to look into this at least. And if you want to sign on board and help support us to help make this a bigger and better thing, um, we're really going to push the envelope here. It's going to get really crazy. Yeah, and just so the the bruise people understand what we're trying to accomplish is like you guys are listening to the show. You can imagine we want to be able to do on-site podcasts where we can be at a brewery talking with brewers, um, traveling a little bit, um, you know, really being able to get cool guests because we can be on location. So if you guys do help out and support, that's going to help us get the microphones and the sound recording equipment that we need to do these kinds of things. So if you know, we'll, we'll let you guys know when it's out there. But look, we've been off for like six weeks. We got to do a recap of what's been going on. Taylor, the the break, a lot of it was for you. You had a lot of work to do on the podcast, but you also did your honeymoon. Correct. How was that? It was phenomenal. Where'd you go? I went to Jamaica, um, uh, Royal Caribbean. It's unbelievable. That's a cruise line, isn't it? Or no, sorry. Uh, uh, what the hell? Sandals? sandals. sandals. We were at sandals. sandals. Yeah. We'll help you out. But Royal Caribbean, I think it was the beach or whatever I was at. All right. Something. Something like that. Not anyway, sure I believe you. I don't know. I, I could be wrong. But anyway, I it was it was the craziest, best trip I've ever been on. I've Have never guys- been a, never been out of the country before, so that was different anyway. But like the beach was incredible, the people were incredible, the drinks were incredible, everything. Uh Jackie and I had a really, really wonderful time. And speaking of drinks. Speaking of drinks, <clears throat> I made you guys something because um while we were down there. We started every day with a mimosa when we went to go get breakfast. Sure, um, but w- when we got back, uh, we weren't ne- if we weren't necessarily trying to you know get crazy drinking right away or uh, a nice substitute for a full beer or a full drink uh, in a in a hot afternoon. I would make 
Mon Moses. Mon Moses. Yes. I took some red stripe and mixed it with some orange juice. Red stripe and orange juice. Red stripe and orange juice. Now down there it was uh they they stocked our mini fridge with cans of red stripe and nice. cans of orange juice. Yeah. <laughs> so nice. it was really nice and really easy to mix it because right. like down there it was like spot on half a beer in each cup, half a half of a can of orange juice in each cup. 50-50 mix. 50-50 mix. That's nice. how I was doing it down there. So these are a tiny bit different. It's, there's more beer in these than orange juice for sure, but not by a, a crazy amount. Well, let's put them up, man. Yeah. Hey. Welcome back. Mighty Welcome Bruce. back. Yeah. Cheers, yeah. buddy. Season yeah. Cheers, guys. Season two. Mon Moses. Here we go. Dude, it looks like a hazy IPA, dude. This looks like a tired hands beer. Looks like juice, man. <laughs> Notes of Citra Galaxy. <laughs> I like. We drank a million of these in Jamaica, straight up, dude. It's it is kind of like juicy and carbonated. It's yeah. kind of like it's crazy. It's it like, really is. It's, it's really kind of good. good, man. Yeah, I, I love it. I was like, come on, bro. Like nobody's mixing beer yeah. and orange juice and liking it dude. on like a hot like summer day dude this would be this absolutely is, this is the move this, this is, is the, move. the move yeah everybody listening's thinking we're out of our minds oh dude but yeah <laughs> i know right <laughs> just do it it's a quick and dirty yeah. haze bomb yeah <laughs> it I mean, is like, right i tried it I, did, I mean obviously this is red stripe you could do it with whatever but that's what i did to make a mon mosa obviously like it was just like a joke and just having fun but like on it like we like i said i've been we were laughing down there because we were drinking literally all day, and neither one of us were like pushover drunk, right? At all, like we didn't act a fool really at all. Okay. And I was laughing about it because I was like, "You could go out on like a Friday night and just get obliterated. Why is that?" And it's <laughs> right. just like, yo, like <clears throat> I wasn't wasted at all, really. I think. I guess it's just because like spacing it out, maybe. It's your headspace. If you want to go out and get fucked up. You can have three beers and be gone. Yeah. But if you're not ready to be it, you can have six beers and and still feel like you're not affected at all. I think it's a lot of your headspace. That could be right. Yeah. Just. Yeah. So I searched. uh, I'm searching on top on tap for Monmosa. Okay. And there's a couple. There's a Manmosa from a couple breweries, a couple different ones. Interesting. Monumosa. Coachella Valley Brewing Company and IPA. That's what I used to call. I would like if I wasn't in Jamaica. If I were to just make this right now with like a lager, a regular ass lager. Have you done that before? Like before Jamaica? Yes, once. And it, I called it a manmosa. Interesting. But like I just did it just out of nowhere. Like why not? It might be good. I'm surprised. Good. This, this is really good, actually. And like like you were saying, Russ. I mean. A, a hazy New England IPA right now is probably twenty twenty two bucks a four pack. I mean, you can get all the materials you need to make these. Bro, just go get like bush for like or a like gallon. high life or something. <laughs> just dump some orange juice in it, dude. It's good. Bottom shelf haze. Yeah, yeah for real. <laughs> Straight up. It's well, haze. Do it yourself. Uh, Steve, what are you been up? Where were you up to on break? So I, you get to travel all, a lot. Yeah. I got to travel for the first time in forever. I don't remember the last time I traveled. Got to head down to Florida for my cousin's wedding. Nice. Very good time. We were in the Tampa area, and she was also nice enough to get married on my birthday. Wow. So now I will never forget her anniversary. Dude, did I say happy birthday to you? I don't think. Well, I was in Florida. 
So I, don't I just don't do. even remember like a Facebook notification or anything. I might have did you dirty. You might have. Shit. That's I don't up. think I did. I think I remember. I think I remember saying happy birthday. To I you. don't. And I feel like shit right now. I was probably hung over a little bit. So I don't quite remember. We were texting. You were sending me pictures from the brewery. Yeah, I did. But I just then, fucked then up. That's probably. definitely dirty. Then. Yeah. <laughs> I'm, a, I'm, a far, I'm a far better co-host. <laughs> <laughs> For real. Far better co-host. Oh, so I, yeah, tell me about it. So we, so I went down there on a Thursday. My flight was at five thirty a.m. on a Thursday morning. So I had to leave mm-hmm. at like two in the morning to get down to the airport. Flew down, got to hang out with my uncles. Shout out to Uncle Tim, his husband Jose, my aunt, my cousins. Great time seeing those guys. I've never, I haven't seen them in definitely a couple of years. Um, getting to hang out with them. Got out on my own. Hit a couple breweries. Hit. Uh, Angry Chair was definitely my favorite that I hit down there. Yeah, I've never, I've not, I don't, I'm not sure I've even had a beer from there. They don't distribute up here, so if you did get any, it's definitely a bottle or something that they released. That, that that's definitely up there is like a very popular and like well rated brewery, right? I really enjoyed pretty much everything I had down there. Wow, there, I, and I got a little bit of everything. I tried a little IPA. I tried a couple sours they had that were really good. Their specialties are definitely their stouts. Okay. And they had a peanut butter chocolate stout that was just a straight Reese cup. It was just, Ooh. if you're not into sweet stouts, you would not like it. But I like a sweet stout, and it was excellent. My favorite beer that I had down there was, I know you go to breweries all the time, and you'll see the bottles for in-house consumption only. Sure. And they're usually 60 bucks, 80 bucks. So I'm sitting there. I was by myself, um, and there were six people in there it was like noontime it was pretty early in the day and the one guy behind me goes yo who wants to get in on this big bottle with me <laughs> and this the other guy i was sitting next to at the bar was like yo i'm in i was like yeah, i got 20 bucks let's go yeah so we poured a uh i want to bring up the name of it here before i uh before i say the wrong beer i don't want to be that guy so we had the cognac barrel aged unrepentant transgression wow a lot of mouthful it is but it was it was a seriously good beer what kind it, of beer was it it was a stout milk stout each mm. in cognac barrels and it just had everything you want from that barrel uh everything you want from that cognac the stout all married together really well taste i didn't see what year it was it tasted like it's already been aged it, it wasn't hot at all it just had wow. everything that i wanted to get from a stout and it was and it was so nice to meet up with these four different people that we split it between that i've never met before in my life absolutely and share a good time over this beer that's awesome so that was my uh my trip to florida i was there for the weekend flew back on sunday and uh and that was it now i won't travel again for like another eight years (laughs) how about you what was your uh what was your big break time activities i i did a lot of work traveling um but i'd say the the quick highlights i guess is uh i went to michigan i was in grand rapids so i got to visit founders brewery while i was there and i had a bunch of stuff they they had just released um kbs i think a couple weeks before that so that was on the menu and a lot of people were there to have that uh there was a guy sitting next to me who who was there and he got a vert because they actually had on tap like um like 15 16 17 no i think it was 16 17 18 19 I co- that's cool i like it when breweries do that yeah they had that on tap so that was cool i think the the highlight beer that i had was called 12 feet under 
and it was like a barrel aged IPA, but I think it was three of their IPAs barrel aged and then blended. It was really interesting and um, it was really, really good. Actually, I was surprised. And then um, I went to this really neat bar called Hopcat. Hopcat. I don't know if you guys have heard of it, but there's a, I think it's kind of a chain and they have a sign um, like above their cooler that says they're the number three beer bar on the planet as a, uh, according to Beer Advocate. So um, it was kind of interesting. But then what, what was crazy was like, I'm in town for work. I hit a couple breweries, no big deal. And then I hear people saying like, yo, Weezer's in town. And like, we don't ever get concerts. So I actually like got a ticket for like $22 and went over to the to the stadium that was like two blocks away and saw Weezer just like on a random night by myself. It was kind That's of cool. it was kind of crazy. Yeah, it was good. Um, Who opened for them? The Pixies. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. I don't know anything about the Pixies. Yeah. They, they opened with the song from Fight Club. Yeah, Where Is My Mind? Where Is My Mind? Yep. Um, that was like the first song that was played. That's awesome. And then like, it was okay. Yeah. And then that's like the really rest like, of the songs were just their biggest okay. Hit. Yeah, that's their biggest hit. There was actually a song where the girl sang, uh-huh. the girl in the band sang, and yeah. that song was pretty cool. But the rest of it, I don't know. Yeah, they're people, interesting. People were messaging me like, dude, they're like legit. They're legends. Yeah. And I just didn't get it. Are you a fan, Russ? Of the Pixies? Yeah. I don't know much of their stuff. Okay. So. I was just curious. I see now. I'm. I don't know any of the Pixies. I've heard of them. Yeah, but I just don't know their stuff. I'm not into Weezer. No, no. Everybody was all hype about that new cover album, and I thought it was trash. Look, man, it wasn't trash, (laughs) but it was just like they're just playing the song. If you're gonna cover for me, if you're gonna do a cover, you gotta rearrange it somehow. You gotta give it some new life, and like the Africa one. You know why it's a good cover? Because it's a good song, yeah, right? right? But right. they don't do anything with it. They just yeah. play the song. I could go to Fifteen North and see that. Yeah, agreed. Hey, if it you was good though. I liked it. I liked. It. I'm gonna keep I'm talking. Also Weezer though. Yeah. Well, look, I've never listened to like, I've never gone out of my way to listen to Weezer. Okay, I've uh-huh. never just gotten a Weezer album on my phone and listened to Weezer for like weeks at a time or anything like that. Sure. So I just thought Weezer's cool. Like, yeah, I know Weezer. Mm-hmm. I go to their concert. I know every effing song. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. I didn't expect it. I thought for sure there would be some deep cuts. Every song is a radio song. It's a catalog full of hits. It's crazy, isn't it? it Like, so I was just literally singing along and they were selling (laughs) like, I think it was five ounce KBS pours for like nine dollars at the stadium, which is crazy because like usually they just have like Coors Light, Bud Light, whatever. They had KBS pours for nine dollars there. It was kind of crazy. I didn't get one though. I was actually drinking um, uh, Labatt Citra, oh, which is a new thing, right? So Labatt Blue, I, it's kind of a go-to beer for me when we go to the Bowling Palace. I don't know why, yeah, but like I love that beer there. Yeah, you know, I'll drink it there for yeah. sure. Yeah. But like the Citra is kind of neat because they dry hop it with Citra, so it's like Labatt Blue but dry hopped with Citra hops, and just to make like kind of a different beer. So I had that there for the first time. It was like, wow, it's crazy. Are you so, are you sure it isn't just half Labatt Blue and half orange juice? <laughs> it might be. I don't know. But I was surprised. In, what, do in, they, what do they call that in Detroit? I don't know. It's not a, a, mo, a Motown Mosa. Motown Mosa. Like mo, mo, Motown Mosa. Motown Mosa? Mo Mosa? That's kind of hype. I would drink that all the time. Gary yeah. Gordy. So, and then they were, they were pouring like 32 ounce pours of it for like six bucks or something. It was huh. just legit so anyway the 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 show's over i'm walking back i want to get something to eat i walked into um grand rapids brewery which was like really cool looking it was like looked like an old church or something and i was like i want some food and they were like 
kitchen's closed, but I'm like, I'm here. It's a brewery. Let me get your Pilsner. And I got a Pilsner. It was all right. I left. And then I walked across the street to a Buffalo Wild Wings. I sat at the bar, ordered a all day, I think. And I ordered some wings. I'm waiting for the wings to come up. And there's this dude sitting next to me who's like, obviously slow, right? And he's trying to talk to the people next to him. And they're kind of giving him like a weird, like cold shoulder, like, bro, come on, like, I'm trying to eat my dinner or whatever. But I noticed he's got an, like an old school Avengers comic book in front of him. So I just was like, dude, what, what is that, Avengers? And we ended up talking for like an hour, bullshitting at the bar. And it was like a little difficult because like he did talk very slow, like, a, like the sloth in that, that Zootopia movie. Yeah. So it was like taking forever to get points out. But he just, ended, yeah, he just ended up being like, it was just a cool experience to like meet somebody that cool yeah. in a random town and talk superheroes for like an hour. Yeah. Um, so that was really cool. That was, the, that was a really neat trip. I like see. you just go there for a couple of days for work and you end up seeing Weezer, finding some awesome beer, meeting cool people. So that was cool. Did, um, I ever, did I ever tell you about the time I went to Buffalo Wild Wings and they were out of wings? No. Is that Why? possible? Why wouldn't they just close? Uh, it was the, it was <laughs> it was one of the craziest things I've ever experienced. You've never seen a group of people. We were it was after a softball game. We're all ready to go out for wings and beers. We yeah. get some BW threes in Downingtown. And they're out of wings. They only them. had uh boneless. That was all we could get. Shame. And then they Shame. gave us they gave us a coupon because they were like, Oh, we feel bad. Here's some coupon for, for some free wings next time you come in. Shit. And the coupons are expired. I was about to say, you better call ahead. It was bunk. Find out they got the shit. <laughs> it was complete bunk. Wow, that's crazy. So real quick, the things I want to, other things I want to recap. I went to Indy. Indy was cool. I found this little place called Tomlinson Tap Room. I found it on my phone. And they had like a good tap list, it looked like. So I'm walking down through Indy trying to find this place, and I can't find it because it's actually not its own building. It's in this like market. It kind of reminded me of like a mini Reading Terminal right and upstairs above all of these food vendors was um this little tap room but it was cool i had a, a three floyd's laser snake and uh the other one i had was a bare hands brewing drain the swamp which bare hands i had never heard of but the beer was actually really good no i've never heard of those let me know yeah but it was just a cool little find um and then i went to atlanta i went to a place called stats brew pub they had a um they had a, what do you call it, um, a, a rooftop bar, which was really cool. So we had like a work event there, and they actually brewed some of their own beers. I'm going to guess they probably had a contract brewed, but I had a couple of their their own IPAs and Pilsners and stuff. It was kind of neat. And then um, the other big thing that happened was Locust Lane. We got invited to Locust Lane for a, um, what do you call it? They they were It was their second anniversary, and they were doing a... Um, a closed event for what they were calling social media influencers. And I thought it was really nice of them to consider us that, but it was a really cool because I hadn't been to locust lane yet. And they actually took the time to like, tell us about the brewery, how they got started. They gave us a tour, all kinds of really neat stuff. And, and actually that's where Russ and I met for the first time because we've talked online and stuff before through, um, you know, online chats and everything, but we actually got to sit down and talk and have a beer and, and, and uh, hang out a bit. Now, that's what I thought was really cool about it was that seeing everyone who I know through Instagram or who I know through Facebook. Right. Um, and we see their brand. We see their visits and their check ins to actually put a face to the name was was it was a neat idea. I'm glad that Locust Lane did it. And I think it's a genius idea. Like a brewery invites social media people 
to come to their place. And then all of these beer focused webs or, you know, social media pages start posting about their brewery. I mean, that's kind of genius. Let me just say something real quick. Yeah. Uh, as the head of the, the network. Yeah. Um, I'm very proud of you guys for your social media presence, but also the quality of the shows that you do and how, like the fact that they invited you to that is just this, it's a, that's a milestone. That's a very, very cool thing, and I'm very proud of you guys. Well, thank you for that. Very cool. It's very cool. Thank you for that. It's cute. And for what it's worth to Locust Lane, that it was it was well done. Yeah, it was. It, it would was. be very easy to do something like that sort of ham-handedly. Sure. Uh, and, and act like you're just selling out to get the influence, to get the notoriety. Right. They, they didn't do that at all. They, no. they put together a real nice event, and anything they got out of it was incidental. Sure. Um, they really I agree. I'm always, I always have this like marketing mind, so I see it, and I'm like, that's such a fucking good idea. I wish I would have thought of that first, but you're right. It was a first class event. And I think they really wanted to like, just give back to, cause they're like, dude, we've been open for two years now. We want to like have really cool events to help celebrate our, our two year anniversary. So well, shout out locust lane. You guys are awesome. And thank you so much for the hospitality and uh, letting us come out there. Sorry. I couldn't make it guys. I had to babysit. Yeah. You were doing something. Yeah. We just met, but I'm very proud of you too, for being invited to that <laughs> thing as well. Thank you. I appreciate that. I, I look forward to the kiss on the mouth levels. Of that. <laughs> You gotta pay for that. <laughs> All right, real quick, let's let's get into this beer here. Um, we didn't. Were we rating the last one? Yeah, I was gonna say. Can, rate can you guys rate the man, the Monmosa? <laughs> Where was that at for you? It was brewed by me. I mean, it was basically made by me. So if I, if I, if I'm rating it based off of of a, a beverage that I would have in Jamaica before noon. I got to give it a five. It's a five. <laughs> it's a five. What I was expecting and what I actually tasted. That's the other. I want to give it a five because of that. I'm like, no way. This is gross. I don't know what the fuck is wrong with him. Yes. Why is he pouring this for us? And it was fucking good. Yeah. It's I liked a, a lot. It's a time and place five. Yeah. 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 I like that. Yeah, that's perfect. <laughs> I like that a lot. And an expectation five. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> All right. So next beer here we got slightly mighty locale IPA from Dogfish Head. This has been getting a lot of buzz. At least I feel like it has. Yeah, it's absolutely. got 3.6 carbs, 95 calories, um, and it's an IPA, it says. So it's an India pale ale brewed with monk fruit extract. So for reference, 4%. That's, that's less carbs and calories than a Miller Lite. Yeah. So it's, Wow, really? Yeah. Yeah. So this is like, I think what people were saying is like, no big deal. It's it's a it's a session IPA with low calories. But I think the milestone or the difficult part was getting that low of carbs with as much flavor as, as it's supposed to have. But I don't know. I got to drink it. Let's drink it and uh, see what we think. It's I, I took a sip already and it's it's a weird space for me to think about. If you think about it as I'm drinking uh, the same calories and carbs as a Miller Lite, but getting different flavor, it's really good. But like, if you think of it as a session IPA, it falls short. Yeah, that's kind of the feeling I had. I I've actually had this before, um, but I wanted to have it again on the show. Um, I was expecting like those like bitter, but thin, like heavy bitterness, but like thin beer that like I usually get from a session IPA. What's a session IPA? A session IPA is usually just like a less than 5% or around 5%, usually less than 5%. More or less IPA. like a light IPA? Exactly. Okay. So it's hopped up. Okay. You're getting bitterness from hops. Yeah. You know, but it's just a very low ABV beer. Okay. The part, the tough part for me is it, it smells great. It does. It's, it smells really full bodied and then you drink it 
and it's it's got the taste. It's just much less. Yeah, I, th- I think what we were saying earlier was like, if you're expecting a session IPA, it may not hit the notes for you. But if you're expecting like, hey, I'm going to compare this to what a Miller Lite is, it's got a hell of a lot more flavor. You've got some bitterness in there. You've got, I mean, it, it actually has a lot of flavor. I think it's it's pretty well balanced and, and has at least enough of a punch that it stands out that if you th- if you go into it thinking like this is a super light beer, I think you'd be surprised with how much you're getting out of it. If I'm going to the Phillies game and I'm tailgating in the parking lot all day for a night game, I could see myself drinking that to drink something that I can drink all day. Yeah, I could drink that all day. I could. I kind of like that about Dogfish Head right now. Like their um, their Sequench Ale and this. I mean, they're just like really good. Like I would love to have a fridge full of these for working out in the yard in the summer. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Having a barbecue where you're going to, you know, have four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve 10, 11, 12 beers. You know what I mean? No. Um, I don't know. That might be my uh, 4th of July. We do a big shindig on yeah. 4th of July, and maybe we'll uh, we'll hit up some 4th of July brews with that. All right. Um, another thing I want to ask you, Russ, um, at the Locust Lane event, I met Pat from Chug Nerds. Did you? I think I saw him in a shirt. Did you guys talk? Did he get a shirt from you? Yeah, yeah, I I talked with him. I, I was super excited about the stickers they had. Yeah, uh, so I I got one of those, and he mentioned we were at the Valley Forge Beer Fest back oh, nice. in December, um, giving away some T-shirts with a little contest we were running, and he mentioned how he didn't win the contest, but his friend did, and so I, I set him up. We we hooked him up. Nice. So are you in the group? Are you going to be a in chug, chug nerds? Nerd? No, um, I told him straight up, but you know I don't blow smoke. It, it that's not really my thing. Um, the chug nerds thing. I right. don't. I don't mind it. It doesn't bother me. People get really triggered by stuff like that. I, I don't really care. Uh, it's just not my thing. Physically, I've just never really been into it. <laughs> I get it. Listen, I'm, I'm going to say something. I, I met Pat there. We he initiated me into the group with the chug video, and so now I'm a part of this group. <laughs> and listen, I'm telling you, like you would think that it's just a bunch of people chugging beers. It is a community. Like I've never seen before. And I'm not just saying that like I'm a part of a lot of Facebook groups and stuff. And a lot of them are really cool. And there's a lot of camaraderie and, and friendship that comes out of it. But it's more than chugs, man. It's so crazy. Like they do. They do neat stuff like um like like a topic of the day. It's like so a guy, much more than chugs. More than chugs well, look, man. It's chugs every time. It's chugs every time. But it's not it's not beer. It's not just it's chugs. not always beer. Like the people just chug water. And, and chug whatever else they're drinking that's non-alcoholic. But that's the point of this thing is they just chug shit. Look, that's like the backbone, let's say, all right? So yeah. like a lot of times people will post a video and they'll be like, yo, my day was like real shitty and this and this is going on, whatever. And then like, and, and then they'll chug, but then all these people respond to them with like all these messages of like, dude, you're going to be cool. You're going to get through it. So it's a really neat community. And like, look, I'm telling you, one guy does um one every morning. I think it's Pat, right? Does every morning like a... um like a, a topic of the day. So he's like, what was your favorite um, cartoon growing up? Uh-huh. So it just brings the, all together all this conversation. They, they did a, uh, a get together where they had 50 people come together from eight states to do like a crawl or like a beer. Uh, what do you call it? Like a bar hop. Chugs Chug- across America. Yeah. A truck crawl or something like that. But anyway, it's really neat. Um, that's something that happened while we we're on break. I'm in that group now. A bunch <laughs> of cool people. I hope they're all listening. 
and uh, it's real crazy. And, and we're probably eventually going to get them on, like That's the people neat. who run the show. No, yeah, it's cool, and it'll be a lot of fun. There's and, some, there's something for everybody out there. And just to be clear, I, it's not my thing, but if you watch those videos, it is insane how some of these people chug beer. Yeah, how, it's an, how good they are. Yeah, it's the it's snorkel nuts. chugs. Yo, I, could never, I, I could I could chug beer okay, but I like as soon as, I thought it was just beer. So now that I know it's everything else, like I could chug the shit out of some other stuff. Get a right. mimosa, uh, yeah, mimosa. I'll, I'll definitely chug some mimosa. Has anybody done a mead chug yet? We still have some mead left from when Dave was here. I don't know. Do a mead we chug. We could chug some mead. We could. But look, uh, man, rate, that sounds like bonus content. Quick before break. Yeah, we got to rate this dogfish head. I'm gonna start. I'm gonna give it a um like a three seven five. No, I'm going to give it a 3.5. I'm giving it a 3.5. It's good, man. It's not like blowing my mind. I'm ready for it. But I think it's it's good enough that I could make it like a staple of fridge beers for when you're not, when you just want something super light. What's the price point on this? I don't know. Well, that, that might make a difference. But I'm going to go 3.5. Uh, pretty much the same reasons we all talked about. It's, it is what it is. But for what it is, it, it could be a nice substitute for the, uh, definitely for the summertime. I think I'd say probably three seven five. Once you get past that first hurdle of the expectations, I think it drinks real nice. I'm gonna go four on this. Um, as most of you, uh, if you're new to the show, um, I, as but as most of you know, I'm the guy who is like getting into this craft beer stuff. If you're skeptical and don't typically like IPAs, this is something that's really nice to kind of you know it's light. It's not overpowering it's not uh super duper bitter um this is just enough to kind of it's kind of like an ipa on training wheels almost like i would check this out if you're trying to get into you know different kind of beers it's good it's really good i would drink it all day it's 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 uh quenched the thirst a little bit it's it's refreshing it's light i would check it out i'm trying to find the price point on this and the first thing that came up was an empty can on ebay for two dollars and eleven cents so at least it, I know we've got two dollars. Yeah, save did you put in a bid. <laughs> it's worth it. Put in a bid. It's worth it. Well, if you're trying to get into beer, get that empty can. How about we? Uh, <laughs> how about we take our break and then uh, over break, you can check out that price point for us and let us know what's going on. Eighteen ninety nine a twelve pack of twelve ounce cans. Okay, that's on Total Wine's website. I don't know what that means, but we got to take a break. We will be right back with more. Might be brews. controversial and now completely uncensored foundation radio is joining the might be news network foundation radio exclusively on the might be news network podcast just search might be news network to listen and subscribe on itunes stitcher spotify and everywhere podcasts are found new episodes every other thursday Right, everybody. Welcome back. I got it's like a kind of slow jam. I gotta, yeah, a gotta change up a little bit. I was Easy. I was ready to come up, come in with like some fire, and then I was like, yeah, this <laughs> is Steve. Slow jam. This is a song to be on at Hopcat. Yeah, yeah right. <laughs> Welcome to Hopcat, man. What can I get you? Welcome back to Might Be Brews. There we go. Let's the season premiere. Season premiere. Season premiere. You know what? Might be Brews. I listened to all the shows this week. Might be news, relatable radio, might be sports. 
little teaser episode of foundation radio dude foundation welcome to the family and real quick man that that little uh commercial you just did yeah that guy's radio voice makes me just want to give up on doing radio no he's great he's great that's legit sam shout out to all the foundation radio guys welcome to the family guys i'm excited i I hope everybody's listening to all the shows and i hope everybody enjoyed their I, i i call them appetizers the rest of the shows were like appetizers for the might be brews entree Exactly. Coming out on Friday. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> end oh, of the week. End of the week. Welcome back. It's been a, it's been one hell of a premiere week. It's been yeah, a really it's, nice premiere busy. week. Like everybody threw it down. Good. Yeah, yeah it was good. It's a lot of good shows. I really enjoyed everybody's uh, uh, energy. Who yeah. else? Uh, DeCheco? Yeah. DeCheco's part yep. of the family now. Yep, Welcome, bro. I don't, you probably don't listen. Yep. Yep. But uh, and, hey, man. Uh, it's, it's, it's fantastic. I mean, I'm, I'm really excited that how how excited everybody is to be back and it's it it really shows i think that everybody uh has really enjoyed themselves this week and we're all really excited to be back yeah man yeah so as we were uh over our uh not our big break but our just our commercial break there john let us know that he's never had an unane sour i keep hearing people talk about them being that they're good beers for a great price point and uh so we cracked one open here We've got the Unane fermented with mango. So the, their thing is they have American Wild Ale, is it? Yes. Yep. Basically the same sours with different fruits. The last one I had was a watermelon one that was really good. So this one's got some uh, some mango in it. 2017. So, so throw a little down your gullet. I'm interested to you you're, you're a, a pretty big sour guy, oh, a little bit, a little bit more fantastic. sour guy than I am. So I'm interested to hear your thoughts on it, on something that we can walk down to Wegmans right now and grab some. That's crazy tart. That the smell, the tartness smell is really hitting me. I'm trying to think of a beer that I've had that's been that tart. A sour or a wild ale that's that's hitting Ooh, me like that. That one hits you hard. That gets you in the jaw. But that's good. When you're in the mood for for that style of beer, that's good. Yeah, right at the end is that acidic tartness really finishes it off. Yeah. Holy shit. So That's what crazy. do you? Well, I'm going to get you right away. What's the uh, what's the rating on that guy? Doing a four two five. Woo! That's banging. It's delicious. It hits you hard. I wasn't expecting it to hit me that hard. I'm going four. It's solid. I'm uh, the mango sweetness. I could use a little bit more of, but that might just be me because I'm not the hugest sour guy in the world. Taylor, what are you thinking? Three seven five. All the same reasons you gave, I could use more mango and less lockjaw. <laughs> <laughs> there is some some lockjaw going on. The end of that is rugged. I like it. Smelled really good, so I like I, I, I took a pretty big gulp of it, and that was tough. Like it tastes good. It just it locks your whole face in one <laughs> place. Our guest Russ, what are you giving it there, Russ? Yeah, I'm going to go four two five as well. I'm a lockjaw kind of guy. I'm a <laughs> extra vinegar, drink the pickle juice kind of yeah. guy. Uh, so for me, that hits the spot right at the end. Awesome. So, so let's get into Russ a little bit. Um, new to our program, definitely. If you've listened to the program before, we like to find out what were your craft beer gateways. What got you into the beer game? I thought this was going to be my part to talk about how I don't listen to Game of Thrones. It is. How, I don't, how I don't watch Game of Thrones. Me and you. Me and you. We're together. <laughs> uh, no. So I went to college in our sin- at our sinus in Collegeville. And um, so not too far from here, but, you know, the same old beer that you drink uh, at the time, Lion's Head Light with the little cryptograms under the cap. Right. Yep. Yep. Right. That's, that's where it was at. Um, the drunker you got, the more they made sense. 
But anyway, um, genius. We, we actually it was unfortunate right. circumstances. Uh, we actually were at a fundraiser for one of a professor who had died on campus, um, and some of the student groups had organized a, a beer tasting to raise some money for a memorial. Um, and it was a great idea, a great event. And Victory was there. Maniac Brewing was there. I'm sure some others I don't recall at the moment were there. Um, and some of our friends were the organizers. And they pointed out at the end that, A, they had to return the kegs empty. And B, they didn't have to return them for a week. And would we be interested in taking <laughs> some, of, some of it off their hands? Mm. So, so we wound up with a sixtal, about half full of Prima Pills, uh, nice. which we smuggled into our dorm. And we, <laughs> we were the place to be for, for a week after that. Sure. And, and like most people say with craft beers or hoppy IPAs or whatever it is, you just adjust your palate. For us, it was free beer. So we yeah. drank it regardless of how much we liked it. Sure. And by the end of the week, we sort of realized, hey, this is this is nice. It's a full-bodied beer. Yeah. It has nice flavor to it. Um, Lion's Head Light will always have a very special place in my heart, sure. yeah. obviously. <laughs> right. um, but but that sort of sparked the idea that we could go out, search for these more flavorful beers, uh, craft beers, and then it you know quickly became Sierra Nevada, um, Lord Chesterfield from sure. Yingling. We started filling our fridge with that, and by the end of the, by the end of our college career, my roommates and I uh, really it became a point of pride that we were the place that had good beer. Not, oh, it's Corona or, oh, it's Foster's sure, in college. Right. You think that's good beer, but but actual good beer. Um, and, and so it was nice. And, and we sort of, when we graduated college, had that idealistic mindset that we were going to go and light the world on fire, if not professionally, then, then at least for our hobbies. And, and we decided we were going to visit every brewery in the entire state of Commonwealth of Pennsylvania. Wow. At the time further ago than I'd like to admit. At the time, there were... Give me a year. Come on. It was uh, 2006 when we graduated. Yeah, so 2006, 2007. At the time, I haven't run the numbers, but there were probably 60, 70, 80 at the most breweries uh, in the entire state. And now, so Now there's that many in Phoenixville. Right, right. right. <laughs> yeah. Um, and so we we decided that was sort of like, a, you know, too young for a bucket list, but it was, it was one of those type of things. Um, we made it to probably 20 right. or so, which, which was more, more work than we had expected. Um, and from there, kind of gave up. Life takes over. Um, so w- what we found was as we traveled for work and, and traveled for leisure across the state, there were more and more. We're hearing about more and more in 2014 when the laws changed. And suddenly it went from being a spot in the back of an industrial warehouse where they could serve you three tasters and then you left right. to full-scale tap rooms, uh, on-premise events, all sorts of live music and games. You could bring the family and bring the kids. Um, and, and we sort of realized like something's going on here. Something's changing. And and obviously, as everybody here knows, the, the brewery scene exploded, right. just exponentially exploded. Um, in the last three years, there's been, on average, more than one brewery opening every single week across Pennsylvania. Holy shit. About three and a half years running now. Um, so it's it was something where we were, we were like confused as to why there wasn't a resource that that existed to show you where are these breweries where are they popping up what what are they all about um i travel for work you guys uh john you seem like you travel out of state more right i, I travel in state specifically uh, in pennsylvania and going somewhere and being done trying to find a local brewery it was like pulling your hair out yeah you know and and brewing is a billion with a b dollar industry in pennsylvania why doesn't this exist? You can go on Untapped and see how the beers rate. Yep. You can go on 
you know, other sites and see snippets of information, but there was nowhere that really had everything consolidated. I found myself calling places to see if they were open, going on Facebook to see if they served food and every other place to, to find information. It just, it just seemed crazy to me. So that's, that's amazing you're doing like a perfect segue right into what we were going to get into next. You're like a natural at this. Well, <laughs> that's yeah. hilarious. Well, it's, it's in hindsight, it seems perfect. Uh, at the time it, it was just, it was genuine confusion, frustration that something like that didn't exist. Uh, I tell everybody when they ask about the website, I didn't want to start a website. I didn't want to start a business per se. Sure. But it, it was a need. It was something that needed to be done. Absolutely. I know what you mean, man. I, I haven't done it too much in state, but like I'll be staying in a hotel wondering like what's near me and the sa- and the questions that you just answered. I'm always looking. When do they open? Are they open today? What time do they open? Um, do they serve food? I mean, even like Google and whatever doesn't have all of that information in one spot that easy for you. Yeah. And and it, that's that's the one thing we hear often is is people talking about, well, can't you just go on Google? Can't you just go on Facebook? Can't you call them? Uh, for some of those things, you can. It takes three or four steps and you have to hope somebody picks up the phone and, and, uh, and those types of things. But for some of those things, you still can't. They don't. Uh, so we have... For Pennsylvania breweries, we have 28 separate statistics and details that we track for them. Are they kid-friendly? Are they dog-friendly? Do they serve food? What kind of parking do they have? Do they have Wi-Fi? Do they uh, serve food or, or, you know, et cetera, et cetera, to go along with it? You're speaking straight to my wife when you ask if they're dog-friendly. Because if a brewery is dog-friendly, I can drag my wife and kids to any place. Real quick, speaking of your wife and kids. Shout out to them. Shout out. Because Jamie, uh, Haley, Abigail. Boom. Boom. Dippa. Boom. You guys did a fantastic thing for us uh, over the break with the with the little get together that we had. And we we told your daughters that we were gonna shout them out. And I didn't I didn't forget. Uh, I'm glad you brought them up. Shout out, shout out, shout out. Boom. I didn't remember, and I think I've cussed a handful of times, so she's probably mad at me again. We'll only let them listen to the second half. We okay. haven't cursed since the second half started. Uh, I dropped an F-bomb in the first half. Did you? My wife's going to be like, ah. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> that was a hilarious face. So so just to recap, the, the website is pabrewreview.com. Right. Make sure everybody gets that right. I just logged on to my phone here. So if I want to look, talk, walk me through it here real quick. I want to look at what dog-friendly breweries are around me right now. Yeah, so the homepage, you see there's three sections, brewery map, event calendar, brewery list. You go to the brewery map. When that loads, you'll have a button uh, on the top right if you've created a user account. Oh, I got to get in there. I got to do my user account. I do got to say that I like when you sign up for stuff. Like I signed up for the webpage earlier, a few days ago, I think. And I like that, I don't know how this works, but you're seeing it pop up more and more where like it lets you log in with Facebook or log in with Google. That's yeah. really cool. I don't know like much about the programming and the website side of things, but it's um it's pretty sweet. And I also like that like it gives you pop-ups for like instructions, a tutorial on every page. Yeah, yeah. So it's 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 a lot to take in and that's part of what we try to accomplish is to be as comprehensive as we could about it. Um, and we think we've done that, but yeah, it's a lot to take in. So we put the tutorial to basically let you know, Hey, here's the, here's the map. Here's the event page. Here's the individual brewery page. So what, what you would do if, if you're on the map page, there's a filter section and all of the details that we track from each brewery, you can filter the map. So what I usually like to do right up top, there's a button that says open now. 
So if you're looking for a place right now, you click on oh, that. I love that. Automatically filters only to the places that are open right at that instant. Awesome. And then you just filter it down from there. You want a place that's dog friendly. We include outside only as one of them because all the breweries just say, we're not allowed to let them inside. We have health codes with yep. food, but we'll let them, we'll let them uh, you know, on the patio or wherever. So we make sure to mark that. Uh, and then you can find it just narrows down. You see what kind of food you want. You can see, do they have Wi-Fi? Do they, you know, what kind of parking? I care a lot about parking. Other people don't care, but like, no, I do. I, I hate, I hate going somewhere that has no parking or it's paid. I love parking. I love Trogues, but it is so difficult to park there sometimes. I've never that it drives a, me insane. I've never had trouble with that, but I, I do look that up almost every time. Cause like if I'm traveling and, and I'm, I have to drive my car there. If there's not good parking, it's like, well, then I'll just Uber. You know, like it right. actually be, is a big part of the decision process. Yeah. Before we get too much further, we got to crack a beer because we got a lot more beer to get to. We got two more coming up. Um, I have the bottle. There you go. There's the bottle opener. Yeah, I, I brought this one for you guys. Um, it's from Crime and Punishment. Dude, they're Philly, right? They're Philly. Yeah, 27th and Gerard. They're 15, 20 minutes from my office where I work at. Um, when I go to Philly, I go to like maybe twice a week usually. And I haven't been. They're just they're one of those places that's never open. I usually leave there before they actually open during the week. Right. Because I'm never there on the weekend when they're there when they're open early. Yeah. So th- this is the barrel aged gulag uprising, which is a, a Russian imperial stout. Is it? It's an imperial stout. I think it's a Russian imperial aged in uh, some bourbon barrels. Gulag. Twelve percent. It's pretty nice. Russ, give me an idea what kind of effort it takes to populate this data are you calling around are you visiting doing both are you actually talking to people and say hey would you mind answering these like 20 questions for me all of the above um yeah it's it's it started as way back when five years ago it started as me just sort of browsing facebook and web pages i I didn't have grand goals for it then i was building the website myself on the build your own ones it looks like a geo cities website yeah, from the right. 90s that kind of thing uh so there, there were no cities throwback there were no no uh aspirations to it to have it be professional looking did it link to your myspace or was it <laughs> right. didn't link right okay. it, but it, what was it the, my top seven top, yeah. top seven friends yeah. yeah um no so i i never thought that it would it would actually um become anything professional looking just be between the amount of effort and the time and the money it would take to do it um but it, it yeah it's a lot of legwork what what actually sort of flipped the switch was the um, the grant program that the state put together in 2018. We applied, or I guess it was maybe late 2017, uh, but we applied for a grant and wrote up a whole proposal and got some money from the state. Wow. Not in our pocket. Everybody, right, yeah, everybody sure. looks at me like you're getting paid to, to do a brewery website. No, it's it's just reimbursement of like hosting costs and, and the, the, you know, swag and things like that. Nice. Um, but yeah, it, it was the... The time was right for that sort of idea. Uh, and the pitch we gave them is the same thing we tell everybody the first time people see it. Because we have a, a rating system for the breweries as well. Okay. And people say, oh, so it's it's Yelp for breweries. And it's I cringe when people say that because part of the reason we did it is because Yelp sucks for breweries. Um, yeah, it you know, really does. It sucks for a lot of things, but especially for breweries. Um, you know, you get a review that says, you know, Untapped has the same problem. You get a review that says, I, I don't like IPAs, and their IPA wasn't good either. And it, you know, what, what do you what do you really mean by that? A lot of the Yelp brewery reviews are like, uh, oh, the waitress was rude to me. Point two, <laughs> right? You know, like, well, how was the beer? Can you let me know that? Yeah, we ran into one brewery that pointed out they. Somebody complained their their catfish po'boy was too greasy. Which, first of all, question mark. Um, you know, it's a it's a greasy it's a, sandwich. Yeah, it's yeah. a uh, deep fried sandwich. And they, you know, it said the the food was too greasy. Is the headline? So one out of five rating. 
And then there's three or four sentences underneath about how great the service was, how great the beer was, how they really enjoyed the the ambiance of the whole thing. But it's a one out of five rating, right? Yeah, that's weird. People scroll through, they see one out of five and, and you're done. So we, we've tried to alleviate that by doing a number of different things um, that we explain to the brewers, but in particular, limiting it to a brewery website. People who come to our website are into breweries. Yeah. They, they don't, they're not looking for a hairdresser and a nice restaurant and happen to be at a brewery. So I'm also going to leave a rating on Yelp for that. It's a really cool idea. And it's, it's awesome that um, uh, people can go on there and, and see everything that's close to them, no matter where they are in Pennsylvania. Um, that's a really, really neat idea. It's awesome. So just uh, the, the quick hits, I don't know how much time we have. We got some interesting news to talk about. Um, but the quick hits of the rest of it are we actually have a statewide brewery events calendar, um, which has become sort of a jewel in and of itself. Uh, I just listed our 8,500th 8, 8, event. Um, wow! across the state for, for the different breweries they have. Uh, you guys were talking one of the other podcasts about uh, wouldn't it be great if breweries did karaoke, right? And right, right. I agree with that. And what's cool is some of them do. And that's sort of the problem with Facebook and Google is you have to know which brewery you want and then check if they have karaoke. Yeah, you can't just search for karaoke breweries. Our website you search for karaoke and that's it so shows awesome. you the breweries. That's so, awesome. So the event, the events calendar goes goes through all those different sortable, filterable things. Uh, and then we have the rating system as well. So The Humpty Dance might be coming to a brewery near you. Do, <laughs> uh, can you, can you search for like uh, live music and stuff like that as well? Yeah. Yep. So, so uh, I mean, we have, I don't know off the top of my head, 25 or 30 different event types that you can filter by. Uh, can releases are a big one. We track all the can releases across the state. Wow. Um, that's what I was looking at this it's week. Big and deal. I, got, I literally got sucked into just looking at the can releases. Yeah. And, and it's neat because, you know, that's what a lot of people are looking for. But there's also a big segment of people that aren't chasing can releases. Not that there's anything wrong with it, but there's a lot of people that are just looking for live music on a Tuesday night. Sure. Or looking to, you know, sing Africa like, at, yeah. <laughs> at Chatty Monks. They have their karaoke on Wednesday nights. Dude, so, how, how, do you, how much time does it take to... Excuse me. Sorry. Chatty Monks is Thursday nights. <laughs> is there time? What time are they open till? <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm, when you're saying all this, what's going through my head is how much time does it take to figure out all the can releases for all the breweries? How do you do it? A lot. <laughs> uh, it, it, it takes a ton of time. Um, That's incredible. We, uh, we do a lot of legwork and we rely on some, you know, so some are very good about posting on social media at certain times during the week. Yep. Others pop up randomly. Uh, we work with, shout out to uh, Instagram account Cans PGH. Okay. Um, they track a lot of the Pittsburgh can releases. I know who you're talking about. Yep. I think I know that page. I think yes. we're friends. And they do great work and, and we correlate with them as much as possible. Um, but yeah, for the most part, it's it's just legwork. I, wow. I was looking at the Dancing Gnome releases like I was going <laughs> to hop out there on a random Wednesday. <laughs> nice. A little six hour jaunt just to pick up some cans. Yeah. That's, the, that's a nice thing. There's a self-limiting feature you can select by county. Yeah, that's what I so got to do. So you don't get don't hooked on a Pittsburgh event out there. and think about going out there on a whim. Sounds very detailed. Like there's a lot that you can go there and look for specifically, not just beer or whatever. It's there's a whole bunch of stuff. That's great, dude. Russ, that's um really really cool. It's amazing to hear. Like I I got to to play around on the website a little bit, but to actually hear you describe everything that it does, I didn't realize just at first that it did so much. That's one of our biggest hurdles. Is people just hear the name and they think it's a beer blog, right? They, they think right off the bat, PA Brew Review, you're reviewing beer. Um, and, and I understand why they think that, but it's it's always you know the the 
the fight that we're fighting is to get people sure. to go dive into it, create the account. It's free. It's a free account. You know, we're, we're not, we're not going to charge anybody for any of this stuff. You just, you have to check it out yourself to really understand what's going on yep. there. And, and as you said, Taylor, thank you for mentioning that. We're really proud of how comprehensive we keep it and how up to date we are with everything. Uh, we actually, um, we're the Pennsylvania expert that the Brewers Association correlates with. Wow. Oh, wow. Like they check their, Pen- cool. they check their Pennsylvania data um, with us when it comes to brewery openings and closings and things like that. So that's they, incredible. They, you know, they don't rely on us for it, but they, they double check with us for yeah. it. So it's, it's, we're, we're happy about how, how the hard work's paying off. Yeah. That's phenomenal. Congratulations, man. Yeah. It's really great. Thanks, I appreciate it. really that. cool. Thanks for, uh, well, we're not like really wrapping it up, but thanks for explaining everything and being here. Cause that's, I think it's really cool and it's an awesome resource that hopefully like our listeners and everybody will use because, um, why not? There's just nothing else like it. Why not? Yeah. Like if you're into this stuff with, yeah. which if you're specifically listening to the show, that means that you are, you need to go to PA brew re- review. Yeah. You please go. It. If you're hearing our voice, go check it out. Do it. And sign and- up. It's free. And I do it while you're listening to the show. Yeah. The big hook. Unless you're driving. The big hook, yeah, of course, that. is that that you have to leave the ratings for the breweries because otherwise, you know, we, we're not giving that flow of information back to the breweries. That That's sort of the idea okay. is that there's over 300 breweries in the state now. There are almost 400 locations, ones that operate more than one yep. location and things like that. Um, and the competition is there. They need to know what's working, what's not. And that's sort of what that's supposed to be is a way for them to get that information about what's good, what's not good. Speaking of feedback, what about this uh, crime and punishment that we this got going on incredible. here? This thing's incredible. It's really good. It's blowing my mind, actually. It's I- I'm nice. almost getting a smokiness in there somewhere that, that that's kind of like tickling my nose, you know, where it's like roasty, but I'm getting a little smokiness, too, which I don't like smoke, but it's it's just working. We were talking about, you know, liking sweet stouts. This is definitely not a sweet stout. It's got a little bitterness back to it, which I kind of like it right now. No, oh, uh, dude, this is incredible. I don't even know if there's smokiness if I'm just perceiving it for some reason, but like I'm getting, I'm getting that, and I don't know why. Yeah, I think I, I think I'm picking up what you're putting down. Maybe it's so roasty that it's almost having make, making me perceive smokiness. What, yeah. You so get? here you go. It's it's with roasted malts, and they say they age it for four months in bourbon barrels, and then conditioned another two months on cocoa nibs, vanilla beans, and a touch of espresso. Interesting, dude. This this is incredible, and this is like a brewery that like I've heard of, but isn't really like making waves or anything. But like this beer, I'm gonna say is like probably like a top ten stout for me that I've ever had. Like Ooh. I'm blown away. Yeah, they they let their beer do the talking, which is why a lot of people haven't heard about them. But then once you get the product, it gets you. It's incredible. Where are they at? I know you just said it. Twenty seventh and Gerard. Gerard. Can I get yeah. that bottle again? Actually, I see so more. It's in not there. too far from the zoo, right down in Philly. Uh, I'm talking about doing a zoo trip soon. You were talking about doing the zoo trip. Robin, if you're listening, we're going to have to take the kids to the brewery. Nice. What uh, What do you give it? I'm giving it like a four five. I want to go four seven five, but I'm feeling conservative. I'm going four five. It's it's fucking delicious. I'm getting every I don't know. It, it's like it's I, I always say I like the thick, chewy stouts. I'm getting a lot of, of full body and, and a, a really thick mouthfeel here. I'm getting tons of flavor. It's it's just a wild ride of, of these flavors. The oakiness, the um, the roastiness, the chocolate, the coffee. It's just all there, and it's fucking awesome. I'm going. Oh, for I said the f word. Yeah, that's it. Turn it off, kids. Twice, <laughs> kids, twice in one, off. one review. Twice in one review. Earmuffs. <laughs> I'm going four or five as well. It's a it's an excellent stout, and it it 
having that beer makes me want to go out and find some more crime and punishment beers. Absolutely. Yeah, Absolutely. And I brought this one because I know it. So it's a four, seven, five for me. I knew that ahead of time. But, uh, but as an aside, John, if you're looking for a place to go when you have the family, kid friendly, put it on the map, put the filter yeah. in. Yeah. See which places are kid friendly and which ones are. Absolutely. Aren't. Absolutely. Taylor, what do you think? Uh, I'm going to go four. I liked it a lot. Um, it's, it's really, really good. Yeah, Amazing. it's really, really good. Full bodied. Um, it's not crazy bitter it's not crazy sweet it's it's like a really nice happy medium it's, it's a nice stout it's really good all right listen we have like a bunch of news stories to get to and i we don't have time for them but i'm really interested and want to talk about this wirebacker wirebacker story because i feel like i keep saying to myself craft beer has exploded especially in pennsylvania but across the whole country everywhere right and it's growing so fast that like any other industry or whatever you want to say, it expands. It, it's going to like, it's a bubble that's going to burst at some point. And what's going to be the first part of the bubble that bursts? And I kind of feel like this is part of it. Like Weyerbacher, I'll just say the, the, um, the, the headline here, sells majority stake to private investment group, files for Chapter 11 bankruptcy. So I'm really surprised to hear that because I thought that they were a type of brewery that are doing really well, but I'm not super familiar with the story. Russ, I feel like you got a lot to say about it. Uh, yeah, well, it, it boils down more simply than than a lot of people have been saying it. But first of all, let's be clear. They're not going out of business, right? People thought bankruptcy out of business. They're reorganizing. No. They've yep. got they've got new ownership with an investment group. Um, I, I think the, the end result here is you talk about the bubble bursting. Yep. I think there's different bubbles. I think the the regional distribution brewery is dead. Um, I think that that model is dead. Um, what do you mean by that regional distribution? Like the midsize. The the midsize. The ones. So distribution as a whole is is cutthroat now. I mean, shelf space is at a premium. A lot of places are self distributing or only on premises. You go to a brewery to yeah. buy and get their beer now. Weyerbacher was a distribution majority brewery. They dropped two million dollars on an expansion right when the taproom explosion happened. And next thing you know, people are getting all their, their beer local at the, the premises. Crowlers, growlers. People aren't buying cases of, especially big beer. Yeah. They make big beer. They make 9%, 10%, 11 12% beer. And it's incredible. But the shift, to, we just drank a beer that was 4% with 3.6 carbs. That's the trend. The right. haziness is the trend. They didn't do, they had a couple attempts at hazy IPAs. And I love Weyerbacher, don't get me wrong. Yeah, but Sunday they, Morning Stout. I yeah. Or not, no, is that them? Yep. Yes. Yep. Yeah. And they just discon- Love that beer. they just discontinued that. So, what? Yeah, um, they they switched it to the the pretzel Sunday morning stout as their their new ongoing version of All that. Right. I just had one on a at poker last week. Was good. I like Sunday morning a little bit better. But my thing with <sighs> my thing with all those the Sunday morning stouts, the Sunday mole stouts, I always needed like a year on those. I never liked them too fresh hot. Out. They were too hot for okay. me. Okay. But after a year, I thought they were fabulous. I that, thought they were really good. But then you, you drink one. Right. You drink one, maybe two, and that's a full night. And so the, the shifting trends about premises and sales, as well as the shifting palates and, and preferences of consumers, I think caught them caught them at the wrong time. They're a good brewery. They're, they're a good business. They'll be fine. They're just going to have to shift. I, I just, I'm always blown away by the idea of like a tap room where it's like direct to consumer because I just feel like, there's so much more margin there. There's got to be. 
where you can keep i mean there's still like business expenses you've got the building you've got the staff you've got all the the capital that went into starting it but i mean when when you're looking at probably what it costs to brew that beer and when you're pouring a pint what's it costing and they can charge five six bucks for the pint i mean they've got to be making good margins on that and and there's nothing wrong with that that's a great business model and there's so many options now you can't just keep going back to get that case of weyerbacher because you know you can go get a really good fresh beer that you know like like levante they're cranking out different beers keeping up with trends um you know, just like, you know, whatever it is, like like keeping it different because that's what people want. They want to check beers in. They want to try something new. They want to get experimental flavors. And, and they're on that. And they just keep cranking them out. And, and it's going right to the consumer. Yeah. And, and if we had another hour, we could start talking about the, the new sales tax that's going to be implemented. Right. And, and that's the whole issue of margins. And are they being taxed fairly? And if they are going to be taxed, is the new tax implemented fairly on wholesale or, or individual pint pours? That's a whole a whole other campaign. Yeah, we, we kind of talked about that a little bit. We got to pour this beer really quick. All right. We got a Levante. We got no Weyerbacher. We're going to do one more beer. Yep. Super fast. And you I have promise. and you have one more story. Kind of talking about Levante keeping well, up we, with trends talk, or yeah. setting trends in this case. Beer first. Yep, let's Levante. get that beer porn. Because I'm going to tell beer. you something. We're going we're gonna to switch over to 90-minute episodes soon. I know that you want to keep going, John, because you always do. Steve, I know you want more of this. I just want to have more beer. The people listening are going to want more as well. It's coming. It's coming. Yeah, we're trying to keep this to 60 minutes. And if, if I don't know if the people realize, but Taylor's like a time Nazi. So I, the entire second half of the show, yep. he's giving me a countdown like, bro, we got to keep it to 60 minutes. And Russ, like you said, 60 minutes is a good... It's a good number. It's 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 palatable. It you can take it. Uh, you can like it. I produce I produce uh, up to seven shows, but usually like five shows a week. You've probably spent as much time doing podcasts this week as you did at actual work. About yeah, pretty close about, to it, I'm yeah, sure. Pretty pretty close. So I talked about Levante. I just want to say real quick. I think it's really neat. We were talking about this dogfish head. I feel like there's a a, a trend happening with with ciders. And um, no ABV beers and things like that. Is there a new beer? Yeah, there's a new beer. We're oh. actually going to pour a Weyerbacher quad Belgians. These are the guys you, you were just talking, we were just about. talking about. So like you were saying, Russ, they, they're good for big beers. And what's the date on this bad boy? It's a 2017. So it's a, it's had a couple of years to, uh, Ooh. to mature. Ooh. And credit where credit's due. They're, they're not good for big beers. They're just about the best really and, and one of the yeah. ogs in the united states them and Algash, uh, essentially for the belgian styles yeah i'm not a big belgian guy so i'm not sure how i'm gonna like this but i want to get this article off my tongue here levante new brand which i think is really interesting the mercury thing they've got a new beer brand the way that they do things just like like i said i'm a marketing guy i love the way they're doing things but um this new brand infused origins is a brand of infused teas. So I guess it sounds like um, full-flavored, sparkling alcoholic beverage with low calories, low carbs, but full of carbonation and refreshment. So the one they have out now is called Uptime. Um, I actually did text Fridge earlier. I think it's still there if anybody's looking to try it. But um, I don't know. This is the first time they're doing it. I think it's getting good reviews. Um, you know, they're they're used to people are used to Levante putting out New England style IPAs, so they've kind of made this as like a hazy hard seltzer kind of thing is what they were going for. But uh, it's unfiltered. It's got tea like antioxidants. 
health benefits, you know what I mean, from, from tea. I'm just kind of like reading through this article here. But um, 4.8% sparkling craft tea. It actually sounds really cool. Like I'm, I'm hoping to like make some time to get out there tomorrow because uh, I'm trying to get some of that froth too. I don't know if you saw that pineapple, uh, was it pineapple blood orange froth? Yes. Shit looked delicious. That sounds interesting. Sounds, sounds delicious. Good. I'm trying to get some of that too. But um, anyway, let's let's get into this uh, Weyerbacher beer. What was it? The Belgian good. quad. You yeah, like it? It's good. And I it's eleven point. What is it? It's eleven point eight percent. Man, I don't know if you've had a quad before, have you? No, it's actually like surprisingly smooth. It's very smooth. I was expecting. I don't know why. When I think of Belgian stuff, I think of like this this funky funkness that comes out of yeast and beers that like I never like. This doesn't have any of that. It's like it's very wow. this is like a like a I don't know. It's super super smooth. It's got tons of flavor. Like this isn't this is a really really good beer. Was would that be something that has to do with the age? I think the age has definitely taken some of the harshness that might have been around it if it was if it was really fresh. Okay. Sometimes like big beers that have like the high ABVs mm-hmm. when they're fresh, there's like a like a liquor burn to yeah, them almost. That's yeah. what we, when we say hot, right? That's kind of what we mean, right? And this it's is had not some hot time. at all. No, no. it's so smooth. It's like and wow, you get good. that like caramel raisiny type yeah. flavor out of it. Yeah. Like I feel like that is the type of flavor that increases with uh, with aging. You kind of get more sweetness, more of that caramely stuff. I like this it. is great. Four this seven is really five. Good. That Four good? seven five for me. Boom. Yeah. It's not that good for me. I'm I'm gonna go like, I'm gonna go four. Really? Okay. Yeah. It's gr- look. It's a good beer. It's not my style. I'd much rather have a an IPA. It's probably closer to my style. I'm probably gonna I'm like fun. chug this stout. What was left in this <laughs> bottle here? Because that was amazing. That That's more really my good. style. Yeah, it's good. But but I was expecting to not like a Belgian quad, and the this smoothness was, of it is what puts woo! it up that high for me. Because usually, even with any beer, really, I don't feel like there's this level of smoothness like it's like seamless bang bang and there's there's a complexity to this where i feel like each sip i could pick out a different flavor yeah there's so many different things going on i'm going four two five i probably did this beer at a service by having a westy 12 earlier this week how was that that was it was really we're we gonna do one on the show i don't want to like make you well, give up I, one I of your westies but. you know just grab another one go yeah. down to the go down well, to the bottle shop yeah. i was lucky enough my my friend dave went to belgium and he brought me back a six pack so a i had so i'm down i'm Westie down to five Thomas. so i get it I man i understand if it's not if, if we can't but i'm, I'm kind of hoping we get it on the show it might it might we'll make see. an appearance i mean you only have like probably the best beer podcast in ever. southeast pennsylvania chester county at least probably, ever. <laughs> probably very ever. i would put us up against any of them yeah hey let me give a couple quick shout outs before we're done um evan ayton i was calling him evan ayton but i found out his, his last name is pronounced ayton <laughs> but i like calling him evan ayton better anyway so evan he won a shirt giveaway super cool dude uh, thank you for listening. Thank you for all the shares and liking. But he won a T-shirt from us. Congrats on one of our uh, one of our giveaways. Evan, thank you for everything. Jose Bueno, Joe Good. Yeah, what up, Joe? He got a T-shirt from us, and you know what? He won a T-shirt fair and square. I brought him a T-shirt and a couple stickers from East Branch, and he gave me like a 2017 Java Cask Rye, I think it was. In return, I'm like, bro, you won. <laughs> I feel like I won. Yeah, right, right. But dude, awesome guy. Uh, Ho, uh, Jose cool. Bueno, Joe, thank you so much, man. I didn't see any of that beer. 
<laughs> no, I still have it. I actually I haven't drank it. I should. I wasn't going to tell you about it. Actually, yeah, too late. We'll see. We'll see if this Westy Twelve pops up. Might. Maybe I'll let you in on some of my <laughs> victory stouts from Downingtown. <laughs> and also, I got a really nice email from a guy, Steve D. Uh, that's all I got. I don't know what his last name is. That, that's what the the name said. But he sent me this really nice email. He was like, "Dude, just found your podcast, and I binged it." And it's awesome. I love the content, whatever. Steve, thank you for listening. Thank you. Um, dude, I really appreciate it. That was a really nice email and um, just love the feedback. Everybody, I'm probably going to forget a lot of people, but um, everybody who sent us feedback, who's been missing us. I got a text from the guys at FAM today. They were excited for us to come back. Um, Sean and Steve, got um, thanks for all the support, guys. Can't wait for you guys to get up and running with your stuff. Uh, everybody who's listening, man, if you're taking the time to let us talk at you, I can't tell you how much it means to us. It's the best. Um, thank you. Thank you. Thank you so much. We're going to be back in a couple weeks with a new episode. And uh, I think that's it. It's been a great uh, uh, premiere week here at the Might Be News Network. MBNnetwork.com. It's never been easier to find your favorite podcast. I'm telling you guys, if you love our show, if you can find the time, check out Might Be News, Relatable Radio, Might Be Sports, uh, Foundation I'm excited for, Novak and Franz. Who am I missing? Might Be Tunes. Might Be Tunes. Yep. I We're love working Mike on Tunes. that. We're working on that. Yep. It's, Live uh, music. Everything's dude, coming. Introduced coming. me to Houseplant. Yeah. Um, dude, our friend Mike um, and his band, Electric Church. Yep. Killed it. Yep. yep. That was awesome. But, dude, we have so much content. It's such good stuff. Um, please check everything out. Support the network any it, way you can. Share it's things. Bigger. It's getting Russ, way bigger. Yep. Russ, we've been talking since, like, the first episode. I'm so happy you're finally here. You guys put out good stuff. I said I, I want to get on that podcast. This is the first podcast we've done at PA Brew Review. Uh, awesome. nice. we, we definitely want to be you. here. You guys put out good stuff. We were talking off mic about how great your guys' content is. Um, we love it. So uh, quick quick plug, uh, sign up for our newsletter. Anybody out there listening, it's on the blog and the news section of our website. We do can release announcements. We do new brewery opening announcements. We do giveaways, beer fest tickets, t-shirts, things like that. Uh, but thank you so much. It's been a blast. And, we got to uh, get you back on, man. Yeah, uh, dude. yeah anytime, you. anytime you guys bad. want. Hey, when, when you guys are talking about going to breweries and doing stuff like that, uh, we know a couple, so yeah, you know, right? let, let us know. We'll, we'll definitely, we'll yeah, see we'll what do we can it. Do. I, you, you were, you did such a good job on the podcast. Like you're such a good like speaker. Like I don't know if it comes from like your day job or whatever, but like you did fantastic on the podcast. I definitely want to have you on. I feel bad that you didn't like. We barely gave you a chance to talk on the first half. No, that, that's good because uh, uh, th- thank goodness for my wife. Uh, shout out to my wife, I suppose. Um, she <laughs> she she knows when to like steer me away because I could talk about this stuff for hours and it gets really dry. People who like it will be interested. Yeah, but right. It gets a little drier, and she knows when to sort of like snap her fingers and say, "Hey, hey, yep. hey, snap out of it." So I know it, what you mean. It was fine. That's what got us into this whole thing. We just <laughs> could feel like we could talk about it for hours, yep. and that's why we're here. Yep. Taylor, thank you for all the work you've been doing. No problem. Set, like the whole network. We're, we're finally back. I'm yeah. so pumped. I'm really it's, just, I, I live for two things nowadays. Yeah. I just, I just get through days to get to doing the podcast <laughs> and Game of Thrones. Yeah. That's really all my life's about anymore. <laughs> Did I mention I don't watch Game of Thrones? <laughs> I know. I hear you. I uh, no. I, I, I've been having a blast. It's been great to be back. Um, like you said, mbnnetwork.com. Hey, I'm sorry, we're we're out of time. Oh, we gotta yeah. wrap things up. No, dude, thank you for everything you do. You're the best. Um, shout out Kevin Kinderman. I love you. Great. Sorry for all the bad things I've said about you. Great, uh, great, 
great premiere from you guys. I'm really excited for the new season for you guys, a I'm full so season for you guys. Yeah. Because you guys well, were uh, kind of came in. How many like episodes through. are we going to do in a season? Uh, that I don't know. Because we only did 10 last week, last time, I think. Yes. And I, you I think came through like finalized. halfway through. Okay. So you probably would have gotten like 15 or 20. All right. Yeah. So we'll get ready, everybody. Probably 20. Probably we're coming with the heat. Yeah. Something like that. Mouth kisses for everybody. <laughs> yes. We're coming to your door and we're going to mouth kiss you. Hey, real quick, shout out Kev Kinnerman. Ah! <laughs> Come on, Kev. Come on, Kev. Come on, Kev. I'm fucking disgusted. <laughs> You're fucking up, Kev. Hint, fucking hint. Great job as always, Danny. Dude, Kevin, I love you, but that shit is so fucking funny. <laughs> I'm sorry. I love that sounder. Oh, that shit's hilarious. You, Kev. Fuck you, Kev. <laughs> Kevin, I love you. Hey, listen. I love everybody who's listening. If you're listening, thank you so much. I appreciate you. Especially you, Kev, you son of a bitch. (laughs) (laughs) Kev, I know you always listen and you call me and tell me that the show's good and I appreciate you, buddy. Yo, everybody I'm just picturing Kev like swerving on the road right now. <laughs> I know. Oh, he's so, so mad. He's he so played mad. him on Might Be Bruce. Uh, too. It's on so, every show. He's Damn so it. mad. I love it though. Fucking Amy, like hint, Yo. fucking hint, and then and then I, it's unexpected, but it's like great job as always, Danny. <laughs> <laughs> it gets me every time. I forget Dude, that it's coming. And it's then it, the it, only way I could have ended that. Oh, it's, so it's good. the only way. It's funny. It's funny. Yeah, All right, guys. It. Look, we got to go. We've been on for too long already. Thank you so much for listening. We're going to see you next time.